The big question is this. How does a beauty professional who is amazing at their service actually charge what they're worth and avoid attracting clients that are a pain in the butt? How do they become the go-to expert in their space and get their creativity and ideas shared with others so they can build their following without being stuck behind the chair or in their salon? Those are the questions and this podcast has the answers. My name is Jordan. And I'm Katie and welcome to the Real Beauty Bosses podcast. What's going on, Real Beauty Bosses? Welcome back to the Real Beauty Bosses podcast. Today, I have an amazing individual and a special guest for you guys who's in the bridal hair industry. Her name is Brooke. Uh, She's from Sherman, Texas, and she's an award-winning bridal hairstylist who loves making women feel and look gorgeous. Uh, Brooke, I would love for you to kind of give us some background on yourself so we can get to know you a little bit better. And I'd love to, you know, tell you what, or ask you what interested you in being on the podcast today. Oh, yeah. Well, hi, everyone. Um, I'm Brooke, and... I absolutely have an amazing passion for hair. I love making women look and feel beautiful. It is just, it is just, it makes me so happy. Um, I have always wanted to do hair. A lot of people ask, oh, when did you know you wanted to do hair? And it goes back to my first Barbie doll. Um, I loved playing with my Barbie doll's hair and any chance I got to play, I always wear hair. I'd find markers and permanent markers and put color in it and she's like I'm not buying an expensive doll no way um but I, I just always knew I wanted to do it from that point and um even when um my brother is five years older than me and he would be going to prom and homecomings and I would do his his date's hair when I was in middle school um hey, and they turn out as like good 13 years old <laughs> you do the little like yeah proms <laughs> exactly Exactly. So I would, um, I would do that. And uh, I mean, their hair would look great. And I would do hair for my own homecomings and proms. I do like five or six girls before myself. And it was just, mm-hmm. it was just so much fun. And so uh, um, yeah, I wanted to come on this uh, and, you know, chat with you and um, maybe even help and inspire some, you know, up and coming people who are looking into doing hair, tell them some of the pros um, of my business and how much I love it and how they can love it too. And how it's a great way to make income and you know there's also a lot not a ton of um expense to this business so that's always great right. too so absolutely 100 percent. i love um talking to people especially in the bridal industry because it's something that like you know definitely takes some guts to step into right because you're kind of um you know you're, you're going to the point where you're not being able to serve anybody and everybody you know like uh you know the majority of people in the hair industry you're, you're looking for you know brides and and that's you know uh, still a huge market but it's still at the same time like jumping into that can be i'm sure um very you know frightening <laughs> um but maybe like tell us about the journey like why you decided like um that bridal hair was for you and like at what point did you realize that this is what you wanted to like specialize in yeah yeah so um as i was saying before i always kind of knew i wanted to do hair um, so I actually had the opportunity to, um, go, uh, on a full ride scholarship to, um, play golf for call in college. Oh, no actually. Way. That's awesome. Yeah. So you're an athlete um, too, huh? <laughs> well, I used to be, <laughs> not so much anymore. Um, I enjoyed golf, um, but my passion was hair and all I wanted to do. And, you know, of course, everybody wants their kids to go to college, right? Um, mm-hmm. But my parents were really supportive. They saw the talent that I had and my desire uh, to do 
do your hair. And I actually gave up that scholarship to go straight to hair school. I went to Tony and Guy uh, in uh, Tony Guy Hairdressing Academy in Arizona. So yeah, so I gave up a fluoride scholarship to go to college and went straight to hair school. So actually, and another thing is is great as a college education is, um, I did all of this with just my hair um, hair education, and mm-hmm. uh, and actually, what I'm doing right now isn't even from that. But um, and I'll get into that in a minute, but. Uh, I was able to build this business, a successful business and everything on, um, uh, without actually college education, but I did, however, do 1500 hours in or 1600 hours, uh, in, uh, Arizona doing hair. But anyway, so I love doing hair. Yeah. Right. So I did. That's funny. You actually, um, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to uh, interrupt you. I was just saying like, no, 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 go. We actually work with the, the Tony and Guy salon now. So I know exactly where you're talking about. Um, and we've only been here for a short amount of time. So small world, that's funny. And we're, we're both, you know, from uh, the Texas area too. So um, it's crazy. Uh, wow. just, just before you dive yeah. in real quick too, like, um, you know, me and you connected just like, it was pretty random, right? Um, I think um, you ended up right. coming into one of our Instagram engagement groups. Is that right? And then um, uh, yeah. we just got connected and you were like, hey, you know, looks like you guys are doing some cool stuff. And I'd love to hear more about the podcast. And uh, sure enough, like we have a lot of similarities and uh, <laughs> that's pretty crazy. Like I just yeah. want to kind of make a point on that because I think it's like, you know, it's so easy to get connected with, um, you know, all kinds of different types of people and get yourself out there um, no matter what you're doing, what industry you're in. And like, I think, you know, from everyone I've talked to in this industry, including, um, you know, bridal hairstylists and uh, extension specialists, whatever you do in the beauty industry, like networking and connecting with people who, you know, can get you in front of more people, let you share your story, share your journey is always just like an awesome way um, to, you know, get yourself out there. Right. <laughs> and so I, I really yeah. commend you for, for like taking the step to just like reach out to us out of the blue. I thought that was awesome, <laughs> but I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, I yeah. just, uh, you know, thinking that we have so many similarities is pretty cool. Um, that, you know, people can get connected just out of the blue. Right. <laughs> yeah. But go ahead. I, uh, interrupted you. You were talking oh, no, about, I totally agree. I love that. What was the journey after, um, Tony and guy, I think that's where you were at. Okay. Yeah. No. So I, um, I actually moved back to Texas after Arizona and, mm-hmm. um, I got a job at a salon in Frisco, Texas. And, um, I did hair, uh, cut and color and all of that for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met my husband and, and actually let me go back and explain in the meantime, of course I did wedding hair all the time. That was like, that was my passion. Like I love it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed cut and color too. Um, in 2009, I met my husband. And 2010 got married and I actually had my first daughter. And so I actually went part time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when I had my second daughter in uh, 2012, I actually decided, you know what? I love cut and color, but I love wedding hair. I want to stay home with my kids. I can do wedding hair on the weekend and still mm-hmm. be able to raise my kids at home. At the time, right. that was super important to me. And mm-hmm. so I, um, and I just feel like God blessed me so much with this. I was the ability to be able to stay home and still make money. It was just wonderful for me. So I built up my wedding business. It did not take long. Um, I, before you know it, I was doing weddings pretty much every weekend. I mean, that's just kind of how it goes. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I went from doing cut and color to now all I do is wedding hair. Or I say wedding hair. I'll do special event hair as well. Um, I'm yeah. back April 6th. I've got a prom coming up and I've got eight girls come in and I'm going to do their hair for prom. So that's going to be fun. Uh, that'll actually be a, a little different kind of fun. Um, I've done, you know, all sorts of different other events and charities and, um, 
balls and things like that. But, um, but yeah, so, oh man, my ADD is kicking in. Did I get there? Hmm. It's all good. <laughs> um, so, and just like, we, we yeah. can just let everyone know you're, you're suffering with a little bit of a cold right now. <laughs> so, right. So yeah, uh, I, 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 I did right. too. It's going around this time of year. So like, uh, don't worry about the, the ADD stuff. Like it happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Yeah. It's but that's awesome. Like what, um, what do you feel like, what do you like most about, um, the wedding industry? Of course, like, you know, the, I love the freedom um, of being able to, you know, work mainly on the weekends. You can spend more time with your kids. Like, that's amazing. I think that's super important. Um, but what else like really draws you that? Like, I, I'm really passionate. I really love it. Cause like when the first time we talked, like I could tell, you know, you were telling me like, you know, you, you love making women feel beautiful and you love following and uh, staying in contact with all of your brides and oh, yeah. like, you just love the industry as a whole so much. I can tell you're so passionate about it. Like what, what do you feel like if you could name like the top three things that are the um, things you like most about the industry, what would it be? Yeah. Okay. Top three actually might be hard cause there's so many, but yeah, <laughs> I would definitely say one of my favorite things is definitely making, you know, women feel beautiful and look beautiful. And so that's what's so special. I get to meet the bride usually before with a trial and I get to like, I mean, the wedding day is like one of the most special like days, you know, like of a woman's life. And I get to be there and I get to be the one that makes her feel beautiful. I get to be the one that makes her look in the mirror and just like tear up, you know, I mean like it is so rewarding. Um, Mm -hmm. But also I also love that I get to be there for the fun part too. I get to hang out with a bunch of girls. We're all listening to music. Sometimes it's what's going on now. Sometimes it's fun. Like we listen to Spice Girls and, and things <laughs> back in the day. I used to love them. So yeah. I get this energy from them. And it's just, it's just like, I feel like I'm hanging out and partying with a bunch of friends. And, or, yeah. and then sometimes it's a little bit more low key, but I, either way, like I feed off that energy and I get to just be in that. And just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. It's just such a great I love it. It's so much fun. I love Um, that. Yeah. And I think that's super important too. Like, you know, whether you're, you're looking to get into um, wedding hair or bridal hair um, or event planning or whatever it is like you're getting into, like, it's super important that you you are that passionate. Like I can tell you are like about the people you work with, the clients you work with, like, you know, the fact that you actually get to see like the results and the rewards of the hard work you put in. I think that's so important. And, um, you know, it's the biggest part of the industry that I think like, um, you know, that's why people are passionate about it when they get to see like their hard work actually result in, you know, putting the best yeah. day of someone's life together. <laughs> like that's amazing. Right. Yeah. Um, so I love that. Yeah. Well, what do you feel yeah. like, um, have you had any like, um, struggles or, or, uh, roadblocks, um, throughout your journey? How long have you been doing bridal hair? Uh, first off, like when did you first get started and, um, how long have you been doing it up to this point? Really, I've been doing it um, legally <laughs> as long as I've had my license. Yeah, like, I've been licensed like for for fourteen <laughs> years. Um, okay. Yeah, my business. Yeah, so I've been doing um, uh, updos for fourteen years, and I've had my um, I've had my wedding hair only business for seven years. So, okay, awesome. um, so that's still. But awesome. uh, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. What's been like some of the, you know, have you hit any of those like hard, tough moments throughout the seven years? Um, like you kind of said it was pretty easy to build, uh, you know, getting booked out year round. Is that right? Or was, uh, were there some struggles yeah. along the way? Well, I mean, I would say like this year has been my best year with booking out. Instagram's really built up my business, but yeah, I mean, it, it, at first, the thing that was kind of hard was getting my name out there. Um, but really, all I did was just advertise, and and it picked up. 
I think the only, I really haven't had many roadblocks uh, to be honest with my business. Um, I think the only thing that could be anything is just balancing um, my family life. When my kids were little, it was a lot harder. They're older now. They're easier to, you know, find a sitter, my parents, my husband, you know, other people, friends or babysitters. Um, And I'm okay with leaving them longer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When they were really little, I hated like, being gone as much so right, I think right. really family like balancing time may have been really the only roadblock I would say um but I yeah everything's been pretty great and my business is just booming uh Instagram has I'm trying to I'm old <laughs> I say I'm old I'm, I'm old but I'm I'm uh coming on 34 and I'm getting into Instagram <laughs> I know <laughs> but I will because Instagram and Snapchat and you know all that wasn't what I grew up yeah, on yeah. and so I'm learning it and yeah. um as I'm learning it, it it's definitely the more it's been definitely making a big difference in my business so yeah absolutely and your girls are, are six and eight years old right so they're still super young and yeah. um I'm sure they, they like are so appreciative of the fact that you know you're able to spend that time with them I think that's important because, um, you know, yeah. I've heard, from what I've heard, you know, in the industry um, as a whole, like, it's very easy to get that balance out of whack, right? But um, I love that, yeah. like, you know, you were able to kind of build the business that you wanted and the business of your dreams um, without too much struggle. Like, that's good. And I feel like that's rare, too. <laughs> so uh, that, that's, yeah. that's awesome, though, that you were able to, you know, uh, get booked out for the year um, pretty quickly and continue to stay consistent. Um, and it, I guess it all came... Um, you know, maybe you could tell me best, like, you know, learning how to use uh, Instagram and stuff like that. You said that played in your court. What, like, did you do to kind of, like, educate yourself and stay in the now and um, be able to, like, know what to do to get yourself out there? Oh, man. Okay, so YouTube. And uh, the funny thing is, is YouTube and watching other influencers on Instagram, but YouTube, you know, learning how to do things from 15-year-olds, you know, I mean, yeah, like, yeah. honestly, they are so great <laughs> with um, all the social media, you know? Yeah. That's the thing, like, the day and age we're in, like, you can literally yeah, learn so, how to do anything, like, Google or YouTube it, right? <laughs> like, there should be never, like, any yes, chance where, yeah. where you're just, like, you know, I don't know how to how to rank for hashtags, or I don't know how to, you know, do this right. or that on, on Facebook or Instagram. Like, just go Google it. <laughs> yeah. go find it right? I know. Um, it's so I think, true. Like, but that does, like, you know, say a lot about you as a person, too, like, you're a problem solver. So, um, like, you were oh, able yeah. to, to get the information you needed to excel yourself and keep yourself moving forward. Did that ever stop for you? Are you do you feel like you're constantly um, learning and absorbing new information and trying to uh, keep growing? Is that um, part of I, what you think I don't think successful? Yeah, I don't think as a person, as a business person, spiritually, I don't think you can ever stop learning. I don't, I think if you get to a point where you think you know everything, you're going to get a kick in the butt because (laughs) um, (laughs) we never, we never will stop learning. And if we, we, and times change, everything changes each year, you know, you know, it was Facebook and Instagram, now it's getting closer to Snapchat, you know, I've got to keep up with and and also continuing education for hair. Um, You know, I do continue in education. I think classes now I also do classes I also teach um other hairstylists um you know different techniques and stuff but I also love just instagramming uh hashtagging like trying to find what you know the latest trends are and um just keep on uh just keep looking because it's going to change and if you don't stay up with the times you're just it's not gonna you're not gonna have any clients (laughs) nobody wants you know 50s hair Unless yeah, they specifically yeah. want 50s hair, but. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I say this right. all the time too, like boring will put you out of business. Like if you're not on the trends and oh, like yeah. on what is going to entertain people and get people attracted to you, then like 
you know, you're, you're, they're going to pick somebody else over you. Right. Like, so it's super important to like, you know, get yourself out there as a person as well, you know, not just as a, you know, a business, um, which I think a lot of people, you know, it's tough to, you know, get out and share your message and and talk, you know, maybe about your story or uh, who you are, what you do. And I looked at your uh, accounts and stuff like that. And you're very personal, you know, you, you let people know, you know, who you are, what you do, um, why you help them, why you're passionate about what you do. And I think that's like so important for every artist or stylist or um, person in the beauty industry, no matter what they do. It's like, you know, you got to be real, peel back the curtains. Yeah. Be real. Right. (laughs) Keep it raw and real. I love that. Um, One thing um, we we did, you you told me you wanted to really talk today about making sure, you know, you give the client uh, what they want, not what you want. Um, And I do want to dive deep into that, but I do have a quick question for you um, regarding like, uh, some more of what you did to get awareness. Cause this is the attention that we get like, or sorry, the question that we get like all the time is how do I get attention? How do I get myself out there? How do I run ads? Um, what do I do? If you could like maybe give um, a couple token pieces of advice for like how to run a good uh, advertisement or how to, you know, post good posts on Instagram. What do you feel like were maybe the top things that helped push you forward to getting booked out and staying booked out? Yeah, um, I think I really researched, um, hashtags were a big thing. Um, I definitely made sure that whenever I was running an ad or something like that, that I really did my research on hashtags. You know, if you get a hashtag and you hashtag something that's got 150, you know, thousand or like 1 million different, you know, hashtags on that, you're not going to, if you don't have a ton of likes, you're not the algorithm, you're not going to be at the top. So right, I right. think what I found is finding really researching which hashtags are going to get me somewhere in that middle area that mm-hmm. I can really stand out. Um, uh, I also, one of the things that I did in a little, I always call it my little hack to getting followers is, and to really getting engagement and getting my engagement up is I'll go on to, um, okay, so let's say, um, what's like a really popular um hair so like maybe like the top one of the top like lala's updos okay lala's updos she's okay. like you know got tons and tons and tons and tons of followers right and she's amazing mm-hmm. and has you know sponsorships and everything like that so i will go you know under say her latest post and i will look at all the different people following her and who are commenting on her post and i'll go to their post or i'll go to their page and go comment mm-hmm. on one or two of their pictures or their posts and then like a bunch of their stuff and right. then in turn they come and check me out and they say oh hair and they'll tell me like oh, okay because you know we have something in common um, right, I think right. that's super important. So um, that's been a help. That's helped me get some engagement. Um, I also am all for like getting, um, I have a couple different friends and we'll, um, you know, we are all on Instagram and stuff and we just kind of like, you know, like let's always, you know, let's support each other. Let's comment, let's like, you know, because it's real easy to just go through and like each one. Um, right, but commenting right. takes time. And yes. so, you know, like it's always like try and encourage everybody, you know, hey, you know, or make a post and have that, have a question in your post, you know, mm-hmm. like, don't just like have a statement. If you have a question, then people are more apt to comment and, you know, give you their answer. And so um, those have been different ways I've got engagement. I think engagement is such a big deal in, um, in everything. And because the more engagement you have, also the more you'll show up on your hashtags. So, right. you know, the algorithm yeah. of Instagram and everything can yeah. be such a pain, but um, <laughs> 
I don't know. I don't know if I answered your question, but no, no, <laughs> yeah, that's actually really good information. I mean, uh, you know, not just going out and dropping like emojis on people's profiles, uh, but actually like, you know, getting conversations started and like asking questions, yes. like asking for like a response. Uh, the, how the algorithm works with Facebook or Instagram or any social media platform, it's not like they're trying to, you know, take anything away from you or trick you. They want you to post like engaging content. That's what social media yes. is for, right? To get people to interact and engage and communicate yeah, with each other, right? Exactly. So the more of that content that you put out, the more it'll say, okay, awesome. So this person is getting a lot of engagement from these types of people. Let's show it to more people like them, right? Um, yeah, like exactly. at the end of the day, like you just got to be interesting, right? Like um, ask yeah. questions and, uh, you know, not, don't just drop emojis, go like a bunch of photos, follow and follow people. It's the stupidest thing you can do, right? Uh, it's super important to like right. you know, find those people that, um, you know, you, you would like to model or that um, are, you know, at the top of their game, see what they're doing and um, go comment on their stuff, ask questions, get connected. You know, you never know who, um, you know, might end up, you know, not alone just following you, but maybe even having a conversation with you, getting connected. And um, I think that's super powerful. Like a lot of people just use, you know, Instagram to just flash and show off their work. And that's how, you know, a lot of people just think it is like, you know, oh, I'm not like that. I don't want right. to you know, talk about myself or uh, post all my client photos all the time. Like, you know, that's just not me. But at the end of the day, like, you know, you're just like sharing and communicating and like being a, a real, like we said, pulling back the curtains and letting people know what's going on and getting conversations started so that you yeah. can build your network. That's all it is at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Um, but that's awesome. Yeah, that's really good. Sure. Uh, token keys of advice because I think like some people just like they don't even know where to start when it comes to uh, that type of stuff and I think like you know if you don't know where to start uh, just like you just said Brooke like go uh, watch someone who knows what they're doing or you know go follow people who know what they're doing and try to model what works right instead of trying to just figure right. it out like just go find someone who's already figured it out <laughs> right right um, okay. Awesome. So let's kind of dive deep onto uh, what we want to talk about today, really, which was uh, making sure you give your client what they want and not what you want. Um, this is what um, the value bomb you want to drop on us today. So maybe tell me a little bit about um, maybe a story or time where um, this was important to you, because this is definitely important. I mean, you got to make sure that, uh, you know, we just talked about it a little bit beforehand, um, before we started the podcast, right? Like, it's super important to, yeah. you know, give, give, ask people what they want and give it to them rather than just like, think of what they would want and then give it to them because they won't be as happy as if you actually take the time to, you know, ask them and give them exactly what they're actually looking for. Um, so tell me a little bit about that. Like what, what made you want to uh, talk about this topic and why is it important to you? Um, I, I just think it's so important. You know, this is a paying client. They are coming to you to um, feel beautiful and uh, nothing's worse than, I mean, honestly, I will, I'll be honest. I'm one of the worst people at this. I will go into the nail salon, okay? And they will say, do you like your nails? And I'll get my nails done and I don't like them. <laughs> and mm -hmm. I do not tell them because I'm just, I'm so like, <laughs> I don't want confrontation. But right, I always right. tell my brides that. And I, I say, don't be like me. If you don't like your hair, speak up. <laughs> and I so like, like I, I like want, yeah. I, I, I'm here to make you look beautiful and feel beautiful. And that's so important. Like I had a, I had a bride who had been on her fourth trial. She came to me and she was like, I've been to four people and nobody can give me the hairstyle I want. And, um, you know, do you think you can? And she came to me and she was like in tears and she's like, I just don't see like why this is so hard. I can't find anyone. And, um, you know, normally my trials are about an hour and a half or so. And, 
she came with a picture and it was something I had never done before. Honestly, it was a very, very elaborate style, a Pinterest style. Um, definitely something that the girl had lots of extensions in the picture. Luckily, she brought lots of extensions. And it took me about three hours to get her style right. But we got it and she was thrilled. And then by wedding day, of course, it only took me an hour because I knew what I was doing. Um, but I'm, I'm going to keep trying. And uh, that's like really yeah. the only time that's happened. But I'm going to keep trying until I get it right. And um, I'm not just going to say, I'm sorry, I can't do this. Or, oh, it looks good and send you on your way. I wanted to make sure it looked exactly like that picture because that's what she envisioned for her wedding. And if she didn't right. get what she wanted for her wedding, she's not going to be happy. And right. Right. I will say there are some people that sometimes they have unrealistic expectations, you know, like their hair is to their shoulder length and they want something that's down to their back and they right. don't have extensions. You know, I can't make hair grow instantly. But <laughs> for the most part, people want pretty realistic things and um and it's not a it's really just not about what you want there's so many um so many times that I have bridesmaids that will come up and they just they don't they're they're so scared I'm going to make their hair slick back and a tight ponytail and they want loose and messy and just because they've had bad experiences but it's like no I gotcha and I'm going to (laughs) listen and listening I think listening is so important in life in general um, I tend to be a talker, so um, I have to work on this. Um, but listening to what people want, you can serve people in life, you can serve people in your job, if you will just listen to them. And, um, and if you listen, you can give them what they want. So yeah, exactly. And like, that's like, kind of the, the tough, like dichotomy of the industry too, is like, you know, everyone's an artist, and they want to show off all their work and, um, you know, get creative and stuff like that. But you know, when it comes to especially like the bridal industry, like, you know, you have to listen, and you have to make sure that people get what they want. Um, and if they offer, you know, to say like, hey, like, uh, you know, Brooke, I've seen you do amazing work, like, I trust you, you do what you think looks best. If they give you that opportunity, then you, you know, go and wow them right but um you got to make sure like you know um you, you got to please your clients and you make sure you get them what they want because then if you if they get exactly what they want they're going to be a hundred times more happier than if um you know like you just said don't be like me <laughs> go to the nail salon and uh you know i don't say anything and then i go home and i like bitch about it right <laughs> like right, I, I do they, won't, they won't come back to you yeah they won't tell anyone about you they won't um yeah you know, it'll just be like, you know, what the heck? Like, I never even heard from you after the wedding. What's going on? Like, did you not like it? Like, you didn't right. say anything, and, right? And actually, like, I usually follow up with all of my brides. Um, I, the really great thing is, you know, when my brides are happy, I, I also get to do their hair for their family portraits, for, mm-hmm. um, you know, my friends getting married. I have to have you do my hair, and you have to do her hair. And so I get a lot of referrals. I get a lot of um, people coming back to me um, from that way, too. So that's also you know, a huge part of it too. Yeah, they may not, they're not going to get, well, hopefully they won't be getting married again and having to use me for that because hopefully, you know, that'll be okay, but they will still come back to me in some way or another. And, um, and so that's super important, but, um, I had something I was going to say, but I forgot it. Oh, ADD. Um, (laughs) yeah, so that's super important. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, in any business, like, Um, A lot of what we do when we work in any industry, like the first thing that we'll ever do is like do research or do like, um, you know, actually asking uh, current past potential customers or clients like, you know, what are their number one, you know, goals, fears, desires, what do they want when it comes to your product or your service? Um, because like, it's so important to know that before you just offer a recommendation, right? Like if, um, you know, for instance, like, 
um, it's just like going to the gym. Like if before I give you a workout that's going to work for you and like your life and your schedule and your body type, like I've got to really like listen and figure out like what your lifestyle looks like, what your diet looks like, all that stuff before I can give you a recommendation. Cause if you put, you know, me and Brooke on the same workout plan, like that's stupid, right? Like I'm trying to build muscle. I'm trying to get, you know, bigger and you're, you may be trying to, you know, slim it up or, or do whatever it is. That yes. you want to do. Like and we're completely different people with completely different yeah. routines. And uh, so like, it's super important that like, you know, you take the time to listen and like ask questions and make sure, you know, you're giving a solution to people that they want. And I think it's super important yeah. to like know how to, you know, ask the right questions, know how to listen, mm-hmm. and, you know, be able to, to give them exactly what they want. Um, even if it's yeah. like, you know, what, 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 let's maybe like run through, like, um, what is like a, usually like a discovery process usually work like for you with like, um, your clients before your wedding day? Do you take them through like, um, a consultation? Do you ask like particular questions beforehand? Um, walk me through maybe like a, a step-by-step of like what you would do. Like, let's say I'm getting married. I'm ready to get my hair done. What, what's the first step? Yeah. So, um, usually we do a trial. Trial runs great. Um, okay. So you'll come in. We'll we'll chat. You'll a lot of times. What are great are pictures. I right, love right. pictures because a lot of times what you might try to describe might I might be imagining something very different. So pictures. I always right. say bring pictures. If you need five pictures to explain, that's fine. Because one right. thing I can do is I can take out that. Okay. So I like the way the bangs are in this picture, but I like the volume in this picture and I like the curls on this picture, then I can mm-hmm. put all three together and give you your ideal hairstyle. So I always say bring pictures. So usually they'll sit down, we'll chat, we'll look at the pictures. Now we have hair types. So then I have to figure out how I can give them that look with their hair type. If they have fine hair, right. I have to figure out what products to use. Now, that's one great thing about me. I have, I come with three bags full of everything I need organized and I have every product for every different hair type for every different weather. That's another thing mm-hmm. is I live in Texas. One day it's going to be sunny uh-huh. and warm and the yeah. next day it's rainy and humid. And so I have to be prepared for something that. that's going to help. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's actually, I have to be ready for frizz. Yeah. Yeah. I have to be ready for frizz and humidity. And so I have humidity blocker cham- or hairsprays. I've got humidity blocker, um, like, heat protectants. I've got all different sorts of things. So I have to be prepared for every different type, thin, flat hair that doesn't curl. I get told almost every wedding by someone, um, I'm sorry, my hair doesn't hold a curl. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, watch me, let's do this. And, um, and 90% of them, their hair ends up holding. <laughs> right. That's exactly. Funny. Because I've, I know I'm going to put like yeah. five different products in your hair and all of them are going to make them hold. So, yeah. Well, I think um, that's a huge so point. Like we'll you have chat. to be prepared and you have to like, you know, look more um, on the end of like, you know, how, how you're going to be able to like, you know, maybe, maybe it does is one of those days where like, it's potentially like in between, it could be like, uh, you know, bright sunny day, but it also could be a little cloudy and rainy. Like you have to be prepared for any type of situation. Right. So um, I, I can tell too, yeah. like, you know, when it comes to those types of uh, products and stuff, that's not cheap too. Right. So you have to definitely like invest into being prepared as well. Um, so I love that. Like, I didn't, oh, yeah. I wouldn't even think of something like that. Like, you know, we gotta, you know, make sure we know what the right type of a humidity and like all this stuff, right? Like if we had a wedding in, uh, here in Arizona versus here in Texas, like literally this weekend, it'd probably be two completely different humidities. You have to use completely different products. Um, so that's, yeah. that's a huge point to note. I like that. You got your yeah, trial so, run, multiple pictures, the yeah. hair types, you got your products. Um, what else do you ask like particular questions or, um, do like any, um, yeah. 
I mean, yeah, definitely we go over, you know, does your hair hold a curl? You know, does your hair, do you, you know, another thing, do you like a lot of volume? You know, do you, are you okay with lots of products in your hair? You know, there's some mm-hmm. people who have allergies or who know that I, I, I'm not good with smell. Um, mm-hmm. If it's too strong of a smell, it'll give me migraine. I mean, like, right, um, is right. your product vegan? Is it, you know, I mean, I have, I have celiac, so I can't have anything with wheat and gluten in it. And so I have a list of all of my products that don't have gluten. I have a list that I can use (laughs) that are vegan. I have all of that. So, I mean, that way I can, I can make sure that I can um, accommodate any questions I ask. Um, And then go ahead. No, I was just, I was completely agreeing. Like, I, I feel like um, when, when me and Katie are ready to get married, we got to come see you. <laughs> You'll be prepared. Yeah, please do. Please do. <laughs> no, 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 I, I like that. Like, I, 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 these are things like that I would just never even think about, you know, for one, I'm a dude. Uh, but second right, of all, yeah. I also, um, you know, I'm not personally in, you know, the bridal hair industry. So these are all types of things that like, you know, you tell them to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes perfect sense. But I would never think about them, right? So um, right. I love, where, where did you like pick up all this information um, to be prepared? Was this type of stuff, did you have like a coach or a mentor or someone to walk you through? Or is this stuff you all um, figured I, out just through trial and error? I've learned, yeah, I've learned as I've gone. That's another thing is, you know, the value in what I do, um, mm-hmm. you know, my uh, worth and everything and what I charge is you're not just getting someone who knows how to curl hair. You're getting someone who's been in this industry, who knows products, who's done lots right. of education, um, but who knows how to deal with every different hair type with allergies and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, I mean, you're not Absolutely. just getting like, people don't realize you're not just getting someone who knows how to put put the hair up and make it look cute. You know, you're getting someone with lots of experience and lots of other things. So yeah. Right. And I think like, um, just to touch deeper on that too, you know, um, on our first conversation, we talked about, you know, how important it is to charge what you're worth, right? Um, when you yeah. have like, you know, all these, uh, you know, bits of experience and, you know, these types of things that you pay attention to, that's value added to the potential, you know, client that you'll be working with, right? Like the fact that they yeah. understand that, you know, you've had the experience and like you're prepared for these types of situations. Maybe like they're like exactly. me and they would just never even think about those things. And they're like, oh my gosh, like, you know, like, like it just did for me. Like I'm, I'm I've got to hit you up when we're ready for our wedding, right? Because <laughs> like, you I, do. I <laughs> Um, you know, I think, I feel like that's super important when you want to, you know, charge what you're worth and set yourself aside from the competition. Um, you know, you really have to, you know, add that value, like put that wow factor on there and like, you know, let people know that, you know, uh, even if you're inexperienced, uh, you know, still like be prepared and like be willing to let people know that like, you know, you're here to make sure that you're ready for this circumstance and this circumstance and this circumstance rather than just like, Hey, I do wedding hair show me a picture, we'll get it done, right? Like yes. people want to make sure that like you're the one that's going to help them achieve like their ideal self, right? Whether it's on their wedding day, yeah. or just like behind the chair, um, you know, people have to be able to trust you. And um, yeah. you know, as long as you can, you know, have good communication, listen, be prepared, like you just talked about, I think like, you know, those are just key points that's going to allow you to charge what you're worth and really build the value of what you have to offer and create those people who are going to go out and share all their photos, tell them exactly who did their hair and, you know, talk about you, get referrals, you know, whenever someone that they know is having a wedding, they'll say, Hey, go see Brooke. She is, you know, the legend, <laughs> the master when it comes to, <laughs> uh, you know, you're, you're ready for your wedding day. Right. So I love all of that. Yeah. I, um, I feel like I'm getting a little bridal hair masterclass here. So I'm taking some good notes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but yes. but uh, yeah, and um, we also talked about, you know, reliability, um, listening, uh, making sure that your client like never leaves um, your chair unhappy. We talked about that um, in our first conversation as well. Uh, have you ever had any, you know, bad circumstances where 
there was any, uh, um, I don't know, maybe, maybe instances where there was someone who was hard to work with or someone that uh, wasn't too pleasant to work with along the way? Have you ever had any, uh, what they call bridezillas, I guess? Uh, I just learned that term uh, <laughs> too long ago. Um, well, I've, I honestly, I have to say I have some amazing brides. I have been so blessed to have wonderful, wonderful women uh, come to me. I've had a few that have been more difficult and picky, maybe a little type A, um, very, very like every hair in place. Like, um, but because it's their day and because I'm doing this for them, I don't think of it as bridezilla or, oh, you're being so picky. I want right, them to right, be right. picky. I want mm-hmm. them to get what they want. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. I have, I have had maybe one person, um, in the past that, um, that, uh, was difficult um mm-hmm. that uh, ended up not booking me and um it was a blessing that she didn't other than that other, everybody's yeah. been great so uh, but well, uh, no it's all it's, it's been good and maybe some people may unhappy maybe in the beginning I do remember and I mean this was back before I started my hair business um mm-hmm. I remember a girl and it's so funny because I was just thinking about this the other day I think the only person I've ever had that was like really unhappy um and I could tell she was unhappy and I didn't know what to do uh, I'd say it was probably about nine years ago in the salon, a girl came in and asked for a messy bun. And that was like really before the messy bun thing was big. And I didn't know what a messy bun was. And I remember yeah. she didn't have a picture. She said, just like a messy bun. And I remember I didn't know what it's doing. And um, <laughs> I didn't look things up. I didn't do anything. And I just gave her something that I don't think was a messy bun. I don't even remember what mm-hmm. it looked like. But I remember from that moment, I made sure to like I started to look at like after I left I'm like messy bun google messy bun and yeah, like yeah. now I look up everything I can and if I feel if I see something on Instagram I'm like how do they do that you know what I do I get my mannequin out and I work on it until I can figure it out or right. I watch YouTube yeah. tutorials on these fancy braids that. that I've you know but I usually can I can look at something I can usually figure it out but um I think that's the only time I've ever really had anyone that I, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I made sure that I wouldn't do that again. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Th- there's nothing wrong with that too. Like as long as you, you know, like you literally just said you did like, um, you know, go make sure that uh, if you have those instances, go home and, and do your homework. So you're prepared for the next time. Right. Um, and the only reason, you know, yeah, ask exactly. these types of questions is like, um, you know, the, those instances tend to happen, right. You just have to, you know, truck through. Oh, yeah learn to deal with them, you know, even, um, you know, with what we do, we deal with clients that are just pain in the asses all the time. Right. And like, you can't, right. um, you know, let that get you down or, 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 you know, be something that you don't want to talk about. It's just something that, uh, it happens. And no matter what industry you're in, you know, you're going to sometimes have to work with or work with people you don't like. And I think like the most important part is like, just to make sure, um, you have a good attitude during it and, um, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, if there's any instances where, you know, you don't know how to do something, you feel like you weren't able to give someone exactly what they want that you just make sure you go home, do your homework. So it doesn't happen again, or make sure yeah. to, uh, you know, vet the people you work with too. <laughs> right. I think that's right. super important too, that like, um, you know, especially like we talked about at the beginning of this, um, you know, a lot of, um, individuals in the beauty industry like you know I work with everybody and I'll work with anyone who will uh, pay me money and um, I think that's you you can't do that right like if you want a dream business and a business that you you know love and enjoy for the long term you have to really make sure that um, you know the people you're working with are going to be a good fit uh, for you yeah right because it's going to make you uh, maintain your sanity (laughs) right but also uh, allow you to you know stay passionate about what you do because no one wants to like you know, bust their butt and then have 
you know, an instance where they don't see the result and the reward. And uh, like we talked about again at the beginning of this, like that's, I feel like why you're so passionate about it is because you work with the right people, people that you would be friends with, um, you know, people that you stay in contact with after with um, the, the weddings and stuff like that. You stay in close contact with them. And um, do, do you have oh, yeah. brides um, that have actually become like close friends to you as well? Yeah, I do. And, um, and even the ones who don't become like super close, like I get to follow them on, on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, like, like half of my brides have babies now and it's like, I feel like I'm like, Oh, you know, so I, I mean, I constantly, I mean, stay in contact with them. And yeah, I've definitely made a few friends, um, close friends from past brides. And like, I mean, you just, there's like a bond. <laughs> I don't know how to yeah, say it. It's I love a bond. It's special. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I definitely love getting to catch up with, um, brides and, um, and see their babies and see how their life, has changed and it's so much fun following their journey and absolutely um yeah for sure that's super cool well as we're wrapping up here i did want to ask um like you know you've had such success and you're booked out uh, in advance you're starting to do education and stuff now as well what's kind of like your plan from here on out maybe for the next uh year couple years like what's what's some goals you got on your plate now at this point in your career um i think i am ready to do more education um i I am wanting to still continue to build, um, build up my Instagram and build up my following, build up, um, just want to reach more future stylists. I want to kind of inspire some, maybe some stylists that are kind of thinking about what they want to do. Maybe they want to do something like this. I want to be able to help people, like whether it's make people look beautiful or help them with their business. Um, help them learn. I mean, that's one of the reasons I want to do more classes. I want to, um, and I want to do more YouTube or not YouTube, but well, YouTube and Instagram tutorials. I'm really trying to do that. Um, and uh, I love doing giveaways, and I just love, I I love interacting with everyone on Instagram and stuff. Instagram is honestly yeah, my yeah. favorite one. <laughs> it's my <laughs> it's my go-to. Um, and so I just really want to reach out and reach more people, and help. I yeah. help. I want to serve more people. Yeah. And I think that's like, you know, kind of the stages you should go through, you know, I mean, you got to start out first learning your craft, getting good at it. And then you can uh, get to the point where you actually start a business doing it. You're self-employed, you're making some good money doing it. And then it gets to the point where like, you know, from here on out, you know, I can continue to grow and build a business or I can also, you know, um, at the same time, teach other people and help others um, who, you know, may want to get to a similar path or follow in my footsteps and, um, help them get to the level where they want to be as well. I think like, you know, those stages are, you know, what people should go through, right? Like you got to build a successful business to be able to educate and teach people too. Cause a lot of people do want to educate and stuff like that, but maybe they, um, you know, it's, they, they've got to get the success first, right? Before, um, mm-hmm. really make sure that, uh, to make the biggest impact at least. Um, I think that's super important. I can tell you you're extremely accomplished. I mean, your work is amazing and um, love your personality as well. So um, maybe we can talk more about like helping you get that message, that story out and helping you serve more people. Yeah. I think there's nothing more love it. than that. Absolutely. Well, I was awesome having you on today, uh, Brooke. Uh, last question I got for you is for anyone who may be listening and wants to uh, learn more from you, see what you're up to, where would be the best place to find you? You said Instagram, right? What's your Instagram tag? Yes. My Instagram is Heim's Hair. So that's H-I-M as in Mary, E-S, and then hair, H-A-I-R. So Heim's Hair. Also, you can find me at brookeheimshairdesign.com. And um, also Twitter is Heim's Hair. Now, I'm not going to lie. I don't really tweet. I just, every time I Instagram, I just push 
Twitter and to post on Twitter. But anyways, you can go follow me on Twitter too if you tweet. <laughs> awesome. I love so. it. And uh, I think like, you know, for those who may be, you know, either looking to get into the bridal industry or looking to take their business to the next level, like, um, you know, just after hearing a lot of what we talked about today in our previous conversations, like you're the person to go to, you know what you're talking about. And <laughs> yeah, I can tell like um, you have a lot of, uh, you know, value to share with others. So go follow Brooke if you haven't already. And uh, last thing that we'll leave us with is uh, Brooke, if um, you could give one token piece of advice to um, people who are looking to uh, grow their bridal business or um, communicate better with their clients, what would be like one token piece of advice you'd give to them? Uh, listen to your client. <laughs> give your client listen what they client. want, not what you want. Absolutely. 100%. All right. Well, thank yeah. you so much, Brooke. I appreciate it. Um, we'll talk again real soon and um, look forward to uh, seeing what you're going to accomplish in the future. All right. Thanks so much. Take care. Thanks so much, Brooke. Appreciate it.